0: Today's program has been brought to you by White Oak Pastures, a five-generation Georgia-based beef and poultry farm determined to conduct business in an honorable manner. For more information, visit whiteoakpastures.com. Hi, this is Joe Campanelli, the host of In the Drink. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to After the Jump. I'm your host, Grace Bonney, and today we're coming to you live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. You can listen to After the Jump live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. on heritageradionetwork.org or download the podcast on iTunes anytime. This season on After the Jump, I've been focusing on big picture issues that apply not just to the creative community, but to anyone starting a business. So whether you're opening a restaurant, launching a fabric shop, or starting your career as a florist, knowing how to be a confident and competent business owner is key. I've been really proud of the topics that we've covered so far this year. We've talked about productivity hacks and discovering your voice and finding the best way to price your work. And these are all ideas that deserve more conversation and deeper thought. But it occurred to me earlier this week that there were a few topics I'd been avoiding. And one in particular that will be the theme of this week's show. And that theme is jealousy. I've come to the conclusion that jealousy gets a bad rap. All over the internet, there seems to be a universal desire to do away with it completely in exchange for forever avoiding what some are calling the comparison trap. And in theory, I understand that. Most people seem to agree that social media has created a platform for people to show off their greatest trips, biggest achievements, and most camera-ready moments. But what the internet doesn't show you are all the times something didn't work out. So instead, we're left feeling like we have to compete or live up to a version of someone's ideal life that just isn't real. And while I think most people have recognized that everyone's lives have good, bad, and un moments, there seems to be a disconnect between that realization and the feelings of jealousy that come from wanting what we perceive someone else has, does, or lives. But what if in those, letting those moments of envy and jealousy shut us down, we decided to let them fire us up? If jealousy and desire have the power to move us to feel something so strongly, surely they have the power to move us to do something good, too. Simply put, I've decided that we need to take the fear and negativity out of the word jealousy and focus it on the power it has to motivate, inspire, and mold better businesses. So today I'm doing a mini show, a 15-minute intensive focus on one topic that I think people are thinking about but not talking about openly yet. My goal is to break down the reasons jealousy is misunderstood, how to understand it accurately, and how to change your perspective and stance on envy to turn it into something that can be a positive motivator in your life and work. So, how do we get started? I think the first move is to understand why jealousy is tinged with so much negativity. I think one of the primary reasons is a problem in the online community. In our community, jealousy is often represented and aligned with the concept of cattiness between women. In fact, when I did research for this show, about three-fourths of the articles I found led with an image of two women looking at each other skeptically. Now, I'm not here to say that women running businesses can't be competitive or that we should all be kumbaya, but the idea that women are only people or are the only people that can be jealous or that it's inherently tied to a sense of negativity between women is just inaccurate. So let's start by getting this straight. Jealousy is a normal, natural and completely inherent human emotion felt by everyone. It's not just a woman's problem. It's not an issue of cattiness. It is the very normal response and emotion tied to seeing something that you would like to have, to feel, or to do in your own life. And once we wrap our heads around the idea of everyone feeling jealous, because I'm pretty sure even Martha Stewart and Oprah have had days where they said, I wish I'd thought of that, we can accept that those emotions are good and use them in our favor. So let's break down the reasons I think jealousy is a good thing. The first reason is there is no faster or clearer tool for showing you exactly what you want. When you feel jealous of someone or something, that is a clear indication that there's something missing in your life that is yet to be fulfilled or validated. And breaking down that feeling to get to the core of what you need is the fastest way to turn jealousy on its head. The second reason that jealousy is a good thing is that all those people you're jealous of, they can and probably should be the people that you will eventually add to your network of friends colleagues, collaborators, and coworkers. So rather than piling them into a list of people that you dislike or could never be like, add them to your list of people to email and talk to. And the third and maybe greatest reason that jealousy is actually a good thing is that jealousy may feel like it's showing you what you don't or can't have, but in fact, it's showing you exactly what you can have. Seeing that somebody in your industry got, for example, a book deal or a TV show means that people are interested in investing in and seeing more of people just like you. The primary mistake that people make when feeling jealousy is thinking about all the things that you want, that other people have, that are unattainable. But instead of letting them shut you down, you need to let them show you what is possible and what you can achieve if you unlock your own confidence. So how do you do that? I have a very clear process that I follow you, and I'm gonna walk you through all those go-to steps. But I'm gonna take a very quick break, and when we come back, I will give you my five steps for turning jealousy into motivation. Today's program has been brought to you by White Oak Pastures, a five-generation Georgia-based beef and poultry farm determined to conduct business in an honorable manner. For more information, visit whiteoakpastures.com. Hey, welcome back to After the Jump. I'm your host, Grace Bonney, and on today's show, we're talking about jealousy, how to understand and embrace it, and how to learn from it to find the motivation to push you and your business forward. Before the break, I promised you my go-to steps to turn jealousy into motivation, and here they are. Step one is to acknowledge the feeling that you're having. Jealousy shows you what you really want and what that really means. And by acknowledging it, I don't just mean thinking about it in your head. I mean to say those feelings out loud because every emotion serves a purpose. And when you acknowledge and say something out loud, and bonus points for admitting that to someone else out loud, you really need to let yourself hear what you want. And then unpack it to figure out exactly what you need that's missing. Here's an example from my real life. So a few years ago, I learned what I really wanted by finding out what somebody else had. I saw an issue of Kinfolk magazine that came out in 2011. Everyone was so excited about it. We tore through the pages and were really psyched to see something that was new and that was different and that was in print. And then I saw them in every Stephen Stephen Allen store that I'd ever seen. A, Stephen Allen is my favorite store. B, I've always wanted to have a print magazine. And C, those two things were combined right in front of me. I felt so many icky feelings that took me forever to work through. But as soon as I acknowledged that feeling and said it out loud that I was jealous of what they had... It took all that negative energy away from the emotion and instead inspired me to do something to work toward that goal myself. And then once that negativity was pulled out, it gave me an instant ability to appreciate and admire what Kinfolk and every other brand doing the same thing had done on their own, too. Was it embarrassing and a little bit icky to say all those things out loud at first? Absolutely. But after I did, I've learned to run toward that feeling instead of running away from it. So whenever I get that familiar pang of jealousy, I make myself stop really sit with it and then simmer in those feelings until I am ready to make sense of what they're really about. Now, this is not a comfortable step and it's the one that everybody runs away from, but this is the biggest one that you can do to really take that emotion and understand what it means for you. Because at first, a lot of times when we feel jealousy, I think anger is the first thing that comes from it. But if you really let yourself sit with that and figure out what is it about this situation, this person, this news that I've got that I feel like I'm missing, you have to really unpack that. So step two. Step two is to investigate the reality of what you're jealous of. I think a lot of times we do people a disservice if we're limiting someone to just their achievements and imagining that this person has everything I've ever wanted and they live a dream life. But in fact, if you break it apart, that may not actually be the way that they're living. And it probably isn't. You have to look at what someone's like to understand how something happened. For example, maybe they don't have the same responsibilities that you do, or maybe they've made different life choices. That doesn't mean that yours are wrong and theirs are right. It just means that we've all, made different decisions to get us to the place that we are. I think one of the common things that happens is I hear from women running businesses who have children who don't acknowledge how much time goes into raising their family. Now, I believe 100% that that time is worth spending and one of the most important things anyone can do. But you have to give yourself credit and cut yourself some flat slack for realizing that the time you have put into something that's so valuable and important to you may mean that you don't have the same amount of time to dedicate to, say, getting a book deal that somebody else does because they don't have the same responsibility. But that doesn't mean that they also don't have problems and struggles and responsibilities of their own. So taking a moment to dive into that moment of jealousy and what the actual opportunity was, if you unpack that and look at what they're actually living with and what it took for them to get there, you're going to have a much deeper appreciation for what that is and why it happened. Step three is to investigate your own reality. This is a tough one. I think that people often don't want to look at the life they live and what they've already achieved because we gloss over achievements. It's so easy to look at the things that we're not happy about, that we don't have. The house that we don't live in yet, the fancy car, the book deal, the TV show, all the things that we want, 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 but we aren't looking at the things that we've already done. If you're going to be appreciative for what you have in your life, you have to take a moment to acknowledge it. So when you feel that moment of being jealous about somebody else or some other thing they've achieved, take a second. Grab a piece of paper or open up a document on your website and write down the things that you've done this year. And include everything. Don't just include the things that involve work. You need to include include all of the moments that make you happy in your day. Whether that means you planted a garden in your backyard. Maybe that means you started conversations with someone to work on one day producing a web series. Maybe that means that you finally got the number of comments on a post that you've always wanted to get. Or you've got somebody really important to come into your shop that you've always wanted to visit. These moments count. And those moments that you're feeling are enviable moments to other people as well. So if you take a moment to acknowledge what you've already achieved in your life, you might actually realize that that moment is something just as valuable as all the things that you're coveting. So that step could, in fact, either end your jealousy altogether or at least let you have a moment to realize that the things you have that you value and that you've worked hard for are something else someone could be jealous of too. Step four is to take next steps. If you don't take jealousy and turn it into an opportunity to do something different and to make your business better, you're missing out on a huge, huge chance that's fallen in your lap. I find most people just get upset, say that they want that, and then move on. But if somebody else can do it, then you can do it too. So you have to make a very clear action plan. Let's say, for example, that you'd like to have a print magazine and you see someone else do it. What are you going to do to get yourself there? Write down five actionable steps. Don't just write down, I'd like to have a magazine, because that doesn't get anyone anywhere. It's too big and it's too much to tackle at once. For example, your step one could be to talk to people who've already done this. Figure out where they're printing things, what the costs were, how they set things up. How many people are on their team? You have to break down and research the things that you want, because when you do, you'll realize that they take everyone a lot of work and they're very rarely just handed to someone. All those overnight successes and brand new things that we seem to think pop up overnight very rarely happen that way. There are so many years built into the launch of anything, whether it's a new website or a new shop or a new publication. All of those things are years of work behind the scenes that happen before you ever see the final project. So don't be afraid to build in those steps for your goals as well. Step five and the final step is to turn jealousy into collaboration or friendship. I think a lot of times it's easy to sort of vilify the people who have something that we want, but it's doing a disservice to them and it's doing a disservice to you. If someone's doing something well and you admire it, then that's someone you should be working working with or working alongside of. Or at least looking to as a great example. I think a lot of times people fall into a trap of thinking there's only one spot in any industry. And I find this is especially true of women. There's only one person who will get a TV show. There's only one person who will win an award. There is an infinite amount of room for people to receive accolades, to get opportunities, and to have great chances fall on their lap. So don't fall into the trap of thinking there's only one person. If it happens for one person in, in in your industry, it's good for everything. If a website sells, if someone gets a book deal, that's a benchmark to help you show someone else that people are interested in what you do. Before we end, I want to leave you with a few quick resources to help you spin jealousy in your favor and keep your momentum going. The first is a book called The How of Happiness. I read this a few years ago, and it's a wonderful way to look at what makes you happy and how to focus on getting more of that. The second resource is a website run by Gretchen Rubin called The Happiness Project, and you can visit that at GretchenRubin.com. Gretchen spent a year of her life evaluating what really makes her happy and how to find a way to turn jealousy into things that actually produce real happiness in her life. It's a wonderful real-world example of how to turn all the things that can be struggles into happy moments. The last is a personal favorite website of mine, and it's TinyBuddha.com. It's not at all a religious site, as maybe the name would suggest. Instead, it's a site about how to turn emotions into action, and I find it's helpful on a daily basis. And I want to end with a quotation from the novelist Jane Smiley. Jane said, In my experience, there is only one motivation, and that is desire. No reasons or principle contain it or stand against it. And I hope today's show will inspire those of you listening to use that desire in your favor, not only to motivate you, but to give you the insight into what you really want and need in your life. All of us have the strength to flip the fear of jealousy on its head and instead use it to get our next projects off the ground and push through tough moments in our lives. So thanks so much to all of you for listening and tune in next week when I'll have a full show with Jess Lively of one of my favorite business and life podcasts, The Lively Show. Until then, have a great week. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions anytime at info@heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.